Welcome to the Survival Prepper Show, where being labeled a crazy prepper is a badge of honor. Learn about disaster preparedness, survival, and get ready for whatever challenges might come your way. This is not your typical prepping podcast, and they won't be silenced by the censors. Here are your hosts, Duff and Dale. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the show today. Got kind of a, I don't know if I'd want to call it a fun one today. We've got a good one. We're going to talk about the wildfires and droughts and all that, you know, all the good times ahead, along with the other, you know, piles of of crap that we have to deal with as far as shortages and supply chains and, you know, the summer from hell, basically. Uh, But at any rate, how are you doing today? What are you up to? I don't know, man. I'm I'm kind of wondering uh, about about this episode now. Yeah, well, like I, we'll I was all motivated, I was all excited, I was all upbeat, and then like I don't know, it was like Mr. Wet Blanket showed up. <laughs> but that's that's basically the the summer of of wet blankets, except there's not going to be enough water to wet your blanket. So uh, depending on where you live, and it's going to be too dark to find your blanket because you're not going to have any power, and you know, but that's okay because you're going to be hungry and you're going to be worried about that before anything else. So yeah, it's yeah, good times ahead, good times. Um, I, I guess I wanted to mention, you know, speaking of all this stuff, this the whole green agenda and all that and all the, the wildfires and all the drought and all this stuff. And then Biden, uh, I, I got a clip of him today talking some crazy mad crap. And I'm not going to spend the whole show on him because we could literally uh, <laughs> we could do every show just straight on Biden's dumbassery. Uh, but we're not going to do that. But I, I did have a couple things that it's just it's 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 stupid how our our politicians are they're basically no better than the royal family anymore i mean they don't do a damn thing uh and i've got a couple examples of this first one and i'm sure you've seen this i'm sure everybody's seen this this is aoc today this is like i talked about last week hilarious yeah oh crap i hit the wrong button um like i talked about last week with pelosi or the week before pushing the little girl out of the way this is typical politicians this is aoc and also the other one anwar or whatever her name is did the same thing they put their hands behind their back they act like they get arrested and it, it's 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 absolutely ridiculous how our our politicians do this stuff this is the instagram politician uh recently and, and it's crazy they don't do a damn thing but they act like they're they're doing this this great thing for society. All she's trying to do is get post on Instagram, and the same thing with with Ilwan Anmar or whatever her damn name is. Um, and the thing that I think is Ilwan Ilwan Omar. Yeah, yeah, that's her. Yeah, so they do this stuff and they act like they get arrested. And then you know, like last week we talked with Daisy Luther Luther about um, how she got she got dinged because misleading headlines and stuff like that. And you look on the news today, and everyone has got this picture, kind of like this, where she's got her hands behind her back and the cop there acting like she got arrested. She didn't get arrested. Well, uh, and, she got and, a ticket. And the, co- and the cop. Look, I mean, he's smiling. They know what's going on. Yeah, you they know, took selfies smiling. afterwards. Yeah, it's like it, it's like it's so devoid of any recognition that the American people are struggling. Like you're literally trying to act like you're having your, you know, getting arrested in Selma, Alabama kind of moment, you know, where you're but you're fake putting your hands behind you. And, you know, it kind of cracks me up because for the left, 
you know, that, that somehow those who still think she's progressive and not just part of the establishment, you know, like she didn't even really get arrested. Like that would be the sign of a progressive go get arrested. Like the man do something to get arrested out there, but you don't, you fake get arrested in front of everybody. Yeah. I mean, it like, I don't know if she looked like a bigger idiot there than when she had the tax, the rich stuff on her ass at the Met or when she's at the border, she's at the border taking pictures of the kids in cages. She's crying. Yeah. I mean, she may as well be in Hollywood. And that's, that's (sighs) my, my issue with this whole political establishment and everything. They don't care. You've got Biden going to Saudi Arabia and talking to them about this, the green agenda and stuff. That was part of their conversation. Like, yeah, but Saudi Arabia that, you know, what else do they have if they don't have oil? You know, they could make, they could be the largest exporter of glass, I guess, but. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, again, we're on the petrodollar and we, we don't want to do anything about, it. you know, it's kind of crazy. We talk about the whole oil thing. Go look up how much oil that Russia is still exporting to Europe and the United States. Yeah. I mean, maybe yeah. we shut it off. I won't say for sure that we do. I know as of April or May, we were still importing Russian oil. So, you know, it's like, Oh, we got this terrible war. We got a sanction. You know, we got to sanction Russia because they've, you know, they they invaded the country that we kind of nudged into doing stuff. And yeah, anyhow. Yeah. And I, I guess since we're on with Biden, I'll play this clip, too, of him talking today. And I didn't I, I can't listen to him when he talks, uh, when he ha- when he does these little speeches. Uh, it just it drives me nuts. One, you can't understand what the hell he's saying half the time. And two, it's all a bunch of bullshit. But this this one got me because he was talking about um, like the this Daily Wire tweet right here, talking about how when he was a kid driving, his mom had to turn on the windshield wipers because there was oil slicks on the windshield. And I don't know how true that is. I've never lived next to a refinery or anything. But he also, I'll, I'll just play this, talked about how uh, everybody where he grew up has got cancer. And he had cancer, but he had skin cancer. And I didn't know that you could get skin cancer from an oil refinery. But I guess, I guess evidently you can. Let me play this. And guess what? The first what? frost, you know what was happening? It had to put on their windshield wipers to get literally the oil slick off the window. That's why I and so damn many other people I grew up have cancer. And why can't for the longest time Delaware had the highest cancer rate in the nation. He got skin cancer from an oil refinery. I mean, that's how, I, I mean, he's, he's been full of shit his whole career. I saw something on Jesse Waters the other day with him. They had his plagiarism stuff where they showed yeah. his quote and then they showed John F. Kennedy's um, almost exact same thing. And then a couple other you know, things. So I look at it. Hey man, he, he was around a young man in the seventies when like, I mean, I remember the video. So I'll say maybe, maybe they had some, America, uh, you know how pollu- rampant pollution was. You just had like bright green shit coming out of factories being dumped into the lakes and the oceans and the rivers, and yeah. like you could like like it was a mess, right? And so um, maybe when he was a young man and during that time, it was. It's like you know, I mean, the, yeah, the Pittsburgh steel mills with all all the you know smoke from there, and maybe he's full of shit because that guy tends to be full of shit a bit. But, you know, regardless, yeah. it's like, dude, what, like, what is that? What are you talking about, dude? Corn pop smeared problems. oil on our windshield. <laughs> we have real problems. Like, what are you doing about it? Yeah. Of, like they're getting ready maybe to raise interest rates another, you know, three quarters of a point, maybe a point and a half over the next couple of months. 
Yeah, yeah. You know? And that's that's kind of my whole point with all of this stuff is it's just completely tone deaf. All the stuff that he's doing. You go out to Saudi Arabia, you beg for oil, and then you you're one of the headlines is how you talked about this green energy stuff. And Saudi Arabia gave a little quote, blah 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 blah. But you know they're they're not giving away their cash cow. And meanwhile, here at home, we're struggling like crazy. But he can't get off of this this green energy push. The whole Democrat Party can't get off this green energy push. The AOC doing this stuff, you know, this is a big issue to a lot of people. And she just minimized the crap out of it uh, because she had to make some sort of publicity stunt. So the people that actually do care about that one side or the other, uh, now it's now it's kind of a joke. And it's it's what they do all the time with all this crap. So we're sitting here at home struggling. We're I'm I'm sitting here it, this summer. We've got um, and we're going to talk about this a little bit today. You've got the power grid uh, that is, yeah, you know, on its on, you know, could be there could be a lot of problems with it this summer. But you're talking about electric cars. You're talking about all these other things. Uh, so it, it's well, just completely just disingenuous and and a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, but see, that's the thing, man. You're like getting pissed off at the at the magician, the illusionist. It's like having the royal the sleight, the sleight of hand artist for distracting you. Why they do something else. You actually assume yeah. that they truly give a shit about the environment. Name me one time any of those motherfuckers have failed to jump on a jet. You know, especially if they can get it like the more private the jet with, in other words, the bigger carbon, the footprint per person and not jet it off to fucking somewhere. Al Gore did it all that does it all the time. They all do. Oh, we got to do it for the environment. Ah, it's only my, my private jet flying somewhere, shitting all over the environment. Right. So, I, I think that you're, in my opinion, you might be buying the, the slide of hand. You're looking at what they're getting you to look at, right? Like, oh, like yeah, the, yeah. the environment. No, I don't think they give two shits about the environment. I believe people that, be, that believe in them, and, and there are people who are concerned with the environment and who really care about the environment, who go crazy about the environment. I believe that, there, that those people and that what the, those people up top, AOCs and everybody are doing, is they're playing on that. They're playing on people's passions in order because have they done fuck all about the environment? I mean, the Democrats have had super majorities. Have they done fuck all about the environment? No. Yeah. Because again, yeah. there's no there's no money in the solution. And the money that they get for being politicians, they get money in power for 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 driving an environmental narrative, but never, never getting there. I mean, they haven't pushed it other than just to be a pain in the ass. Well, we have our Green New Deal. Right. Like how, how does the Green New Deal work for people? Oh, it benefits contractors who get their fucking big contracts that they have to offer on on bullshit. That's yeah. not working yet. Yeah, they keep failing. Remember Solyndra? Uh, vaguely. Yeah, it was Obama's big. He got all behind the uh, Solyndra. It was a uh, um, solar panel company and then it fucking shit the bed. Yeah, no, it's the same old gig. They're getting rich off it. They're getting rich and getting powerful. They're not trying to solve the fucking environmental crisis. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you think about it, they they really don't care. And and I, I think you're you're right. You, it, um, I'm coming around to that more and more because it's all just a bunch of bullshit. I, I saw, I, I think it was Dana Perino or somebody on Fox News today talking about John Kerry's uh, flights and stuff. And he uses like 350 uh, tons of carbon or whatever, his footprint or whatever. And they were talking about how that's equal to 700,000 miles or 500,000 miles in a, in a car. Uh, and, you know, this is 2000. 
2021, you got Zoom, you know, is that really necessary? And on top of that, they, they don't really care if, if sea, lot, sea levels rise a foot or whatever. They're just going to, you know, sell their beach home. They're going to buy a house a couple miles, you know, further well, back and wait for it to become beachfront property. And then they're going to bitch well, and the, scream. The environment thing is just like her getting arrested, right? It was all, it's all like, I mean, yeah. I'm not saying the environmental shit is, is, isn't because we, we see a lot of shit that's happening right now. And we can debate why it happens, whether it's wobbles in the earth or, you know, fucking asshole people who hate the earth. One of the two are a combination. But you look at what happened with her today. She totally faked the whole thing. Yeah, like, took away from the cause, made it about herself. Well, and well, and it, it's that, but it, she faked the whole thing. So, like, dude, she's faking the whole thing. She faked getting arrested about her environmental and all her bullshit concerns. You know, and then so she fakes this and I call them bullshit concerns because she's never risked anything. She's not risking anything on it. She's just she's faking her way through it like she's some kind of Che Guevara bullshit. Like, she yeah. didn't get arrested. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. like that. Yeah. And, and I, I have a hard time buying any of their bullshit anyway. And this is not saying and not being a climate denier and not saying one way or the other uh, what all this shit that's going on. But until they start, you know, it, until there's a real discussions about nuclear energy, I'm just not buying the whole existential threat bullshit that they're trying to sell. Because it's like if, if you got a plane that's getting ready to crash into a mountain and the only parachute you have is one with missing cords and a, and a hole in it. You're going to use that parachute, right? Uh, you're going to take your chances that maybe you'll survive. The same thing with nuclear power, I think, is that, yes, there there are dangers to it. And it's getting that there are not as many dangers as there used to be. But if this really is that existential threat that they're talking about, why is that not on the table more than it actually is? Why it, people in Europe are shutting their shit down? Uh, so I just until that stuff happens, until no, there's, again, they're realistic about it, I, I, I'm not buying their fucking bullshit. Well, I, I think that's the thing. I don't think I, I don't think they ever intend to be realistic about it. Because, again, there's no there's no money. There's no power in the solution. You know, I don't know if nuclear power is a solution or not. And let's just assume it is. OK, so they build a bunch of nuclear plants, solves all the world's energy problems and off we fucking go. Everything's good. Well, then what do they have to fucking make money and get everybody scared about? They don't. They have nothing. And, yeah. and, and so, again, it gets back to it's all theater, you know, Nancy, it, it, it's it's Nancy Pelosi going out there with a bunch of the uh, traditional, supposedly traditional African garb. Remember when they went out there with the shit around her neck and she stand up <laughs> yeah. and kneel down and they did their big fucking deal out there. It's the same shit. She don't Hillary get Clinton bucks. with hot sauce right. in her purse. <laughs> Nancy, Nancy Pelosi's husband just inve invested millions into another thing out of Silicon Valley. That's going to blow up a bunch yeah. of stock. Yeah. Nvidia. Crazy. You know, yeah. You're going to make millions, you know, so she don't give two fucks. So it's, it's the same thing. It's all theater, man. It's all theater so they can keep gaining money and power. Yeah, it's it's their survival. Like I said, AOC is the Instagram politician. I mean, hopefully that's not the new breed, but that's exactly what she does. And then she goes on and brags about the ticket she got. So, which means, which is proof that you didn't get arrested. There's no mugshot or anything. And she's bragging about it. And then she's, you know, the, the whole bait and switch thing talking about how it's, it's, it's good practice to put your hands behind your back when you're getting arrested because the cops know you're compliant. Give me a break. <laughs> she's, Dude, and, you know, and, and the sad part is I hate them all. She, she, she's sitting there all chuckling about this ticket when 
if a lot of people in DC within a mile or two of where she's at got a ticket, that would, that would crush them. Like that would, that would like be, that would like break them in literally because they're, they're so living paycheck to paycheck. Right. Yeah. And so again, she just, again, it's Marie Antoinette so out of touch with, with what's happening in America. Yeah. It's, it's making sure the cameras are set up right and making sure all this stuff is going on. And then, and talking to Ilwan and saying, all right, when they do this stuff, make sure to put your hands behind your back. Cause then the, the media will get a good shot of it. And then they'll, they'll put up their headlines and, and their, their fake news bullshit, which we're going to talk about a little bit later too. NPR, but yeah, but back on the whole climate crap, because there, I did have a point with this and it was not to bitch about all this, this other crap, but we are going to talk about the, the wildfires that are going on. We're going to talk about the water shortages and all that stuff and the, the power issues regardless of why all this bullshit is happening, uh, whether it is a man-made thing, whether it's just a, you know, the earth going through its cycle or whatever, um, it is happening. Uh, So, and I think that's what we need to focus on is as preppers and as just people in general is this stuff is happening. So we do need to pay attention to that. And and the why is less important than the what at this point. Um, I saw this the other day from Fox News and I had a, they had a little chart where, Colorado was even included in it with the whole western half of the United States is vulnerable um, to, you know, having power outages and having shutdowns. Texas is one that they've talked about quite a bit. Uh, California, it seems like every year they're they're concerned about this. So with this stuff going on and then you had some stuff on the Hoover Dam and stuff as well. You, you know, we're already strapped. Just the high temperatures are going to cause the, this, the grid to be this strapped. But then you're going to put electric vehicles on top of that and all of the other stuff. And then you've got the Hoover Dam, which is um, going to be empty in a number of years. Or I don't know how bad that actually is. No, uh, probably, but, yeah, it, 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 pretty soon, like next next year or two, it sounds like. Now and now, not empty, right? But but empty enough to where it's not going to be able to generate power. Is that what you're saying? Well, they're running into two problems, right? They're they're running into the issue of water that comes down into Lake Mead may maybe is slowly drying up, and then they have to. There's a certain point where they can't release any more water. They won't release any more water for California or Arizona because they'll need it all to uh, service Southern Nevada. Right. So and and that'll be basically shutting off a lot of the power and stuff that goes down to Arizona and and and, and Southern California. Now, it doesn't supply all of their power, but it's a part of it. And the, the power grid's already teetering. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. we see we see the problems with the power grid. Right. And like you just showed, we're going to we're having more fires because, hey, there's record heat. There, there, there were a bunch of buildings in London were burning down yesterday. Yeah. Right? Because of record heat and grass fires, it's like the the hottest summer, hottest uh, recorded temperatures in London. They have fires happening all over the world. I just did a record a podcast that's coming out tomorrow with uh, Fabian Omar and uh, out of Brazil. And he talked about it early on before we got on the show about how they have all kinds of fires going down. And he's like, it's our winter time. So um, the, the problem's going to come in is when they don't have at some point. If they get to the point where they don't have enough water to service California and Arizona, that's because the dam is the the water levels dropping. They're not having as they're using too much or they're not having enough getting in there. Well, if it gets to the point where they have to shut off California and Arizona, they're not that much farther away 
than the point where they're going to have, there's not going to be any water flowing through the dam possibly. And that means Southern Nevada is not getting any power. Again, this teetering power grid, I think the greatest threat that we have from the lack of water out West right now is the threat to the power grid with it. Because like you said, it's the entire Western United States is part of that power grid. It's huge. Yeah, yeah. Well, and you've got Texas who's got their own power grid and they're already talking about sporadic uh, blackouts and stuff like that. Uh, You've got California, you know it's going to happen because it happens every year. And then you you put on top of that the the wildfire uh, and the the drought and how dry everything is. Uh, it just yeah, I mean that's one of my big fears out here is is wildfires because if something like that does happen, you are you are on. I mean, there's not a whole lot you can do. There's a lot of mitigation stuff that we do um, to for the fact that if something does come roaring through, maybe. It, it misses the house or doesn't get it that much or, you know, that's a cross your fingers type thing. But when it comes to wildfires and stuff, there's not a whole lot you can do. And if it's, it's well, going to go where it's going to go. Trim, do you have your brush trim back? Yeah, we've got like in the garden beds around the house, it's rocks. It's not the, the wood yeah. chips and stuff like that. I try to get rid of the pine needles and stuff. That is a pain in the ass because we've got so many damn pine trees and they just drop so many pine needles every year. It's it's insane. How close are they to your house, the pine trees? Um, most of them are, are outside of the, I've got a fenced backyard area. So they're outside how of that. So that? I would say how far you know, is that? 50 feet. Um, I oh, okay. do have one tree that is a, a big, tall ash tree that is close to my deck that I've been wanting to take down for a while, but it's like 75 feet tall. So you're talking a couple grand to get that sucker, and it's not something yeah. I'm taking down because right. if I did it, it'd come down right down on top of my roof. I know it. So <laughs> Yeah. So. No, that, that'd be something good to get taken down then because, you know, it's um, that's always the problem with brush fires. Right. That yes, people just they have that that tree or something too close to the house and it goes up crazy. You know, you said you have a deck like having the ability. I think a lot like for you being rural and if you had a little utility trailer and got one of those 250 gallon IBC totes and put a, um, you know, the the water to whether they make them for food grade, like liquids and stuff that they have at, you know, big restaurants and things like that. Those like white big bins with the metal cage around them. Yeah. Yeah. You could clean those out and fill them up with water, put it in the back of a a little trailer and then um, find yourself a little water pump and throw it with it and get some like one inch um, old one inch hose line from the fire department or something like that and be able to spray down some stuff around your house. Yeah. And 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 like Brandon, your house take what's that? Oh, I was just going to say, like Brandon said in the chat, fire can jump. So there's, and, and which is true, there's no guaranteed method. It's just all no. of this stuff you can do to increase your odds. Well, and the thing is, if when the firefighters, if they come out there to try to save a house, they're going to look at the houses that, that ha- are easiest to save. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So if you have your tree cleared away and all that, and they look like, oh yeah, well then they can, you know, they'll come up and try it. They'll, they'll stand a better chance of trying to save your house. I, I, you know, I was thinking oh, sorry, on that, IBC, that, IBC tote, that IBC tote thing, man, that might not be a bad alternative to you because you still have your same well problem. You haven't figured out, you know, your backup to your well. That's 250 gallons of water you can have sitting there um, in case your well went out. That bought, would buy you some extra time to figure it out. 
Yeah, maybe figure out a way to put it like on top of the barn or something. Get a little, get the gravity, <laughs> gravity instead of the pump. <laughs> I went. I have to worry about batteries and power and stuff like that. That's not going to do a whole lot if there's a fire, though. I'm going to have this trickling. I don't know, man. I, I think you have with you and the progress you've made on your well about the chances of you putting an IBC <laughs> towed up on top of the, the garage are about zero. Hey, if I could get other crap to stop breaking down around my house, I'd be able to put a little bit of money into that. But, you know, it, it, Murphy's Law just won't, will not leave me alone. So, uh, <laughs> But, yeah, it, it, the fire thing is always a big issue around here. And even when it's, you know, 50 miles away, we've had a couple that were um, about that far away around here. And you're, you still have that uneasy feeling because it could spread quickly. It could, I mean, just so many things. So fire is no joke. I mean, when it comes to that stuff and for preppers, a lot of preppers do live in those rural areas. So, or, or even suburban areas. So um, yeah. it is a big issue. Well, and you're having to, so the way, and I, I don't remember the actual measurements of it, but the way they figure out what the fire danger is, is they get a certain amount of pine needles and they put it on a like stand and then they, they, they lower. Now they have computer models, but this is how they used to do it. Then they would lower like a tinder down to it. And when those pine needles are off gas and enough stuff, enough, enough vapor, it sets them on the, the, the match sets them on fire. And, you, it, you know, it, sometimes it's a foot, two feet above it, maybe because they're off gassing so much. As things dry out and things heat up, all those pine needles and all that shit laying down on the floor of these forests and everywhere is off gassing. So it increases the chances of that fi those fires happen. Yeah. Hey, Liberated Lady asked in the chat if I've got a metal roof. I don't. We have just the typical shingle roof. Uh, but, you know, I don't, uh, I don't, I think if it got to that point, I don't know how much a metal roof would, you know, maybe from stuff dropping down on it might protect a little bit. I guess it wouldn't hurt. Uh, but no, we just have that regular, uh, you know, regular old roof. Uh, a couple years ago, Lisa and I did a podcast on this and we talked to, we had a video, we showed a video of firefighters, how they actually fight this stuff. And it's really damn interesting how they do that stuff. Uh, go on YouTube or something uh, and look that up after the show's over. It's pretty interesting how they, they basically try to guide the fires and, and pick and choose where they want to try to, to make you it go and everything. stop a fire, man. You got, you got to get the fire to try to consume itself or, or get yeah. it to get it to, uh, guide it to go into an area where there isn't any, you know, humans or any habitation, hopefully. Yeah. Yeah. So pretty interesting. But uh, with all of that stuff, I mean, it just, there's a lot of stuff to be concerned about. I think this summer you've got the, the rolling blackouts and stuff. I, I don't know that that's, I mean, that's something you can do a, a lot for beforehand. And as preppers, we should have a lot of that stuff figured out anyway. Uh, if you're talking about um, having to go overnight or something without power or, you know, in the evening, I'm sure if they're rolling blackouts, it's going to be during peak times when a, pe a lot of people are using um, air conditioners and stuff like that. Uh, so make sure you've got that figured out as far as keeping yourself cool. And um, with me, what we do or what I do anyway is during the day, I'm I'm down here in the basement most of the time because the temperature is probably 10 degrees less than it is upstairs. Uh, so I don't have to turn on. the I don't have to crank the AC. And this is because I'm Scrooge uh, and, you know, trying to save yeah, some money. I mean, but you and Joe, you and Joe, Joe Biden got more and more in common every day. Yeah, except I can complete most of my sentences. Not all of them, but I can most, complete most, most. of them. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, you know, think about those different things that you can do. Um, that one, that saves money, and then I'll crank on the AC about an hour before Lisa gets home so she doesn't have to deal with that stuff. But 
Uh, you know, think about all of that stuff, especially down in Texas, where if it if it is going to get that hot in other areas around the United States, it, it's probably going to get really toasty well, down in Texas. And and with with the power grid, you know, I mean, we, we keep hearing about how our infrastructure is outdated. Um, you know, our, our power, our power grid sucks. It hasn't been updated in years. You like I was looking earlier at like uh, California power plants. Like they have, they, they've, they've built a couple of battery state like plants where they just store a bunch of energy. Um, but overall they haven't built a new power plant in, in I think decades out there. They actually have California's two coal fired power plants still working. Do they? Um, yeah. Yeah. And, and um, I think one of them is specifically for Los Angeles. So where they talk about all this environmental stuff, again, they got coal fired power plants out there. Uh, we're working. I think one. I think there's one of the coal fire power fired power plants is in Utah, but the energy is for Southern California, so they're pumping it from up or you know transmitting from up there. California is yeah. such a leech. <laughs> yeah, no, we're not going to put it in Southern. We're not going to have any coal fired power plants in Southern California. We're yeah. put it in Utah. Yeah, that's 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 typical. That's like this administration's whole policy and everything. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to mine our own oil. We're not going to refine our own oil and do all that stuff. We're going to get it from somebody else. We're going to off offload everything. It's the whole it's not just this administration. It's the whole world. We're going to offload everything to China. We're going to offload everything to Russia. We'll call them the bad guys. You know, same same mentality. We're still going to use the shit. We're just going to bitch about it while we do. And, and think about it. One of the reasons why we off, like we outsource so much overseas, was because of the te- the taxes here made it cheaper, yeah, more 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 profitable to outsource stuff overseas. So the government literally set up the the situation for people to to go to foreign countries to produce business that ended up crushing our, you know, our society's manufacturing capability or capacity. To the point where we're at now, where we're so dependent on China, the government yeah. start, did that. It's just like the inflation. The government did that. Yep, yep. Well, we spent um, quite a bit of time on wildfires and stuff, which is actually a, is a good conversation. So um, I yeah. don't mind that at all. Um, I did want to mention I, I was going to do this at the beginning of the show, but next week, next Tuesday, uh, we're going to be on the Angry Prepper Show with him uh, next Tuesday night. I believe at seven o'clock Eastern time. Uh, so uh, we're, we're probably going to talk about a lot about the whole water shortage stuff and a lot of this stuff. So, but make sure and, and tune in on Tuesday. Uh, that should be a, a, a whole lot of fun. He's kind of, he's kind of like us where he just kind of goes off about different things and says what he feels and, and all that stuff. So that should be a, a very fun show. Uh, but uh, to close this section out, and then I want to talk about uh, some of the, the, the gun crap that they're doing today and the, and the, the shooter the other day that got that got nailed by a good Samaritan. Uh, but the electrical grid is one of those things, and it's concerned me for a long time because it's just duct tape and bailing wire. Uh, it's it's well, one of those things, if it goes down, it could have this cascading effect that just... Well, think about this. I mean, yeah, definitely a cascading effect, but one of the, one of the effects that, that cascade from it is when it goes down in the middle of summertime, when we're seeing record heat, you're going to have people die from that. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, they, I imagine they'll try it. Well, we're going to set up cooling stations and all that, but I think you're going to see, you, you, you will, will, it happens all the time, but if it's the middle of summertime and Texas power grid goes down or the Western States power grid goes down and there's a heat wave going on, it, is, it might be a bad day. And 
to think that, do we think that's going to get better anytime soon? Like, are they building a bunch of power plants? Are they doing a bunch of stuff? You know, like, I mean, they're, they're, they're building more houses in California and Nevada to suck up water and power out of Lake Mead. No, they don't, they don't fix anything until they have to, they don't correct an issue until it becomes an issue. Uh, so yeah, there's no, it, it's not profitable for electric companies. These people that run these things to invest in the infrastructure uh, for something that's possibly, it possibly could have, and it might not, but you know, we need to focus on the bottom line. We need to focus on profits and stuff like that. So we can't afford to do all that stuff. And the, and you know, the government's not going to do it because you know, like, you know, like you said earlier, there's no, there's no money in the cure. Uh, so yeah. it's going to have to, it's not going to get fixed until it completely shits the bed. <laughs> basically. You know, uh, I got, I got, I have an e, uh, EMP article coming out in a couple of weeks and, it, and it's a lot of it's based upon a wired wired.com just came out last week with a pretty good EMP article. And they talk about, they're like, no, 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 no. Like this whole stuff that like, ah, everything's good. They're like, it's not so good. And they really did a good job. It's probably one of the best jobs I've seen of, um, someone capturing the current state of affairs as, as far as EMPs go. Um, they really get into the Carrington event about how like that, that thing was like an, uh, was a coronal mass ejection that like basically just blasted the earth for several days. Wow. And, and, and really break it down and, uh, and going into solar maximum, we're in, we're in solar cycle 25 going the solar mat. We're seeing some, really large uh, coronal mass ejections lately, uh, you know, solar storms. And I think the uh, solar maximum of activity is not supposed to hit until July of 25. So we got, we got that going for us too. Is that going to be your mind for survival podcast? You're going to do it on there? Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll probably do a podcast episode in a couple of weeks on that. Cool. Very cool. Hey, liberated lady in the chat, before we move on to this next one, she asked, uh, are y'all continuing the Tuesday rant? Right now, we're putting that on the shelf. Um, I'm doing, a, I'm trying to do a whole lot of stuff over on my Survivalist Prepper YouTube channel, and I just don't have the time to do three videos a week over here and the podcast and all that stuff and try to do that. I'm trying to um, resuscitate Survivalist Prepper a little bit. So for About the time. next couple of months or so, we're just going to kind of put that on the shelf, uh, and then we're going to reassess the situation here in the here in the near future. So uh, we get a whole bunch more subscribers than you know <laughs> we'll do a show every day. So yeah, if everybody yeah. likes and shares and subscribes and all that stuff, then help us help us get to that point. We'll be we'll be on here every single day. <laughs> yeah, Dale and I are working to the point to where we can get it to pay for itself. That's why we're, we're doing a bunch of different stuff in the background, just trying to. Yeah, make sure it doesn't it doesn't uh, be a negative on our pocketbooks every every month. So once we're at that point, then it's uh, Katie bar the door, man. It's like, all right, I can I can sit around and do all kinds of crazy uh, fun stuff in, in, in my trailer, including what video stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that, and we're trying to fight the Biden effect, too. So <laughs> oh. everything everything's up 20, 30 percent. So. <laughs> oh, isn't it? It's just, oh my God. Again, that's what goes back to that AOC thing. They just like, they don't have a clue. Like, oh yeah, it's, I got a ticket. Dude, other people that like, that's, you know, never mind. Yeah. Yeah. It's, 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 it's all for her Instagram shit and it's, it's all for publicity and that's all they do. They don't, they haven't done, they haven't solved a damn problem for us regular citizens here at home to do shit. And that kind of leads to this whole gun thing. Um, 
but you know when they're 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 in there and and I haven't really seen much about it with their ban on AR15s and or, or AR15 I don't know if it's accessories I don't know what it is but um it's so. it's all that stuff that's not going to do a damn thing to fix the problem but what have you what do you know about the the whole, all the stuff that, that's supposedly going on today Oh, I don't know shit about what's going on today. I haven't even paid attention to it. I've been, I was working on blogs. I've looked and I really haven't seen anything. Well, here, here's the thing. Here's what's about to happen, right? So think, think about it. If you look at it, if we step back and we look at the elements of everything going into the gun debate right now, right? You just had, yes, we, we had some mass shootings. And, and the most recent mass shooting is by a kid who they, the cops had every opportunity like, the, the, did you see that the videos and all that came out from Uvalde now? And they got the play-by-play. It's alert. It's, um, oh, I, I can't, I, I don't remember the name, what the acronym stands for, but it's a law enforcement organization that, like, that sets policy and stuff out of the University of Texas did a really good breakdown of everything that happened there. And mm-hmm. um, to the point where, like, you know, and they did a video, Mike Glover on Fieldcraft Survival. If you guys want to see... You know, hey, if you're used to F-bombs with me, with Dale and I. So uh, go over and watch that. He does an hour and a half, and he's a, a Green Beret. He does a lot of um, training of law enforcement and firearms training and tactical training and all that. Really good channel, Fieldcraft Survival. Go check his his thing out. He breaks it down, literally goes through the the hour and a half, hour and a half plus that those cops sat in the in the hallway. One cop tried to do something. But nobody went with them. It, it was just it's a travesty. So I think right now with the gun control debate you have going on, you have the example of Uvalde of law enforcement totally shit in the bed. Then you have then you flash over to uh, Ohio, where within 15 seconds of some guy uh, of a of a mass potential mass shooter pulling his gun and starting to go to business, some dude and, and dude, that guy that guy put eight I believe put eight rounds into that dude from forty eight out yards of ten. Down. That's a, that is a, that's under stress. That dude, that dude's been practicing good on him. <laughs> yeah. So I, th- I think what's going to happen, which is going to, you know, I mean, if you're, I'm a very pro second amendment person. And for those who aren't pro second amendment, you might be butthurt here soon. Cause all these different cases that, that all this shit that's been going on in the background where they've been shitting on the second amendment, right. Is all starting to percolate up to the Supreme court. And now you have a Supreme court that's willing to take it. Yeah. And listen to it because they have a conservative Supreme Court. So I think a lot of these, this, this gun fuckery that's been going on for a while, they're going to put a stop to. And it's how are the, how are Pete right now? And what do the justices have to go on? They literally have Uvalde, the system failing to protect people. You have you have examples of people rising up with guns and doing stuff. And and so I think that there's going to be some huge advancement here in the near term over over gun rights. And yeah, I think they're going to so. put a bunch of stuff, a bunch of stuff to bed, and and you're you're going to see some people scream. Yeah, well, and I, I mentioned this in my video the other day uh, about how this dude who's who's it should be hailed as a hero and should be all over the news, but he's not um, to the point that you know, like these these other shooters and stuff, just get politicized. I mean, it's just over and over on the news 24-7 you hear about these things and it creates those copycat things whereas if this if this guy was hailed as the hero that he was and i think brandon put a comment on my video saying that um it was front page news and and it, and it was i mean people did cover it yeah, but yeah. nothing like what they cover with uh, parkland and all of these not. other ones 
doesn't fit their narrative, man. They don't want yeah. to show if, if they were about true set, you know, this whole common sense gun law thing. All right. If they were about common sense shit, then they would have a firearms training and awareness class in every high school. Every kid would get out of high school. No, we have 400 over 400 million guns and it's going up in record numbers because everybody doesn't trust the system. The system's failing across the board. We see the cops crimes at record highs in places again, you know, so we should in our public institute, let's, let's start training, teaching, educating kids on stuff that's important for them to know, teach them how to drive, teach them how to do a checkbook. Here's some firearm safety. This is, this is what a semi-automatic firearm is. Here's some gun laws. They don't want to do that because that would get people comfortable with firearms. Next thing you know, they would lose the second amendment argument before it even went to court. Yeah, there's there's nothing common sense about anything the government does. So when they say that bullshit, it just it turns me off right there. But that was yeah. my my question that I was going to ask you is, is the reason for that because they don't want this kind of Wild West mentality is the reason for that because they don't want people I, like I saw something of, of the view and I hate, oh, no. you know, talking about them, but. They don't want people thinking that this is the way to do things, that this is, no, they, and, it, and it is. They, <laughs> they don't the, want, they, they do not want people to have the ability to defend themselves and especially defend themselves from the government. They don't want the people to have the ability to, to rise up if they ever, that's, I mean, that let's look at why is the second amendment there? It's to give the people the, the ability to rise up uh, when they've had enough of a gut of the government. And hopefully that doesn't happen. Hopefully we square our shit away and everything goes about peacefully, but that's what they don't want. It gives you, it gives people an autonomy. It gives it gives people uh, the ability to back up when they, you know, and, and, and have some freedom. So no, they don't want any of that shit. Of course not. And, it's going to happen. At the same time, I, I, I hope that when they come out with this stuff, that a bunch of gun people who never take fucking firearms training, and just walk around like like they know fucking something when they're carrying a literally a lethal they're carrying something in their pocket or on their hip or wherever the fuck they carry it that can end a life that a bunch of people get serious about taking some firearms training and go out and learn how to responsibly use their firearm and learn and learn what it means so that way they're just like the dude in Ohio at 40 yards they put eight rounds in someone's ass and end the situation not miss like yeah. six times and put rounds yeah. everywhere else yeah, and and that is the you know uh, something to be concerned about, but it's something it it you you can't prove it. I mean, you don't know that that's going to happen. So using that argument is a little bit disingenuous, I think. Uh, but it is. Exactly. I mean, it is possible. You get enough people with guns. There's enough idiots in this country uh, that 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 type well, of stuff is possible. So again, it's I, I believe it's a right, but it's I don't believe that right we that rights don't have a responsibility accompanism, right? So it's yes, it's our right to defend ourselves with using you know like the the most. The, the best tool we have, and that may be a shotgun, it may be an AR-15, whatever your fucking preference is, but you should have the re responsibility of really knowing how and training to use that because the cat, the consequences of failure in that, I mean, look how many people, their own family members kill themselves accidentally with their own guns. I don't know that it's thousands, but it happens every year. You see stories about it. Yeah. You know, and that is where we, that we, we need to make sure that stuff doesn't happen. Well, and, I mean, you just look at this dude. 15 seconds and 8 out of 10 rounds on target. I mean, that, that dude did some training. 
So it, it's not like just any Joe Blow can go out there and, you know, start start popping off and, and shoot an active shooter. But if you have the training, if you, if you, you know, you do take this stuff seriously, there is that potential. That 4th of July parade shooting could have, a lot of these things could be solved. Uh, I think it was Gutfeld today on The Five, he was talking about this, how, you know, the vaccine... You know, these these armed people, these armed citizens aren't going to stop these mass shootings, but they're going to they're going to stop the how bad they are. And he said it's the same damn thing with the vaccines, because the vaccine doesn't stop you from getting covid. It, you know, it lessens the severity of it. Right. So, you know, what's the difference between this stuff? And I think it's, it's very true. A person is there. That where they can stop something in a matter of, you know, minutes or 15 seconds like this guy, where I think the cops and I've got a video I want to play from Colin Noir, but the cops, I said, I think it took them seven or eight minutes to get there. That's a lot of time for a lot of damage to be done. And this guy had three, four guns and a whole bunch of ammo. So he was he was ready. Well, and that's what makes the the response time. That's what makes Uvalde even more tragic. Cops, cops were there before the guy got even got in the school. Right. There was a yeah. cop there that had had the kid in his sights and didn't shoot that kid before the kid entered the school. And even at that, once the kid got in the school, my understanding is the cops were there really fast within three minutes. And then they didn't do they didn't take the initiative and they didn't do shit. And that that monster went in there and shot more kids. But yeah, um, your average I, when I was in EMS, your average response time was around eight minutes, six to eight minutes. So that's six to eight minutes that you have to figure it out. Right. And, and that like when you look at it through like a survival pyramid point of view, right, that's everything basically after um, what oxygen. Right. You, but up to that eight minutes, like everything before that can kill you. Oxygen, your self-defense, you have to engage everything. Yeah. You know, it, yeah. It, you, you have a lot of time to die before those cops show up. So having the ability to defend yourself and, you know, it gets back to like we talk about, especially with the firearm stuff is if, if you're going to um, carry a firearm, carry a fucking tourniquet on you. A yeah. real tourniquet. Carry it in your pocket. Because just by carrying the firearm, you are admitting that you have to inject this deadly instrument into um, society. And therefore, because you may have to use it in order to defend your life. Well, if you're going to have to use it to defend your life, you may be getting holes put in you as well. So have a fucking tourniquet with you. Well, and, and even, you know, like the cops, they, you know, they, they will end the threat neutralize the threat and then go and try to help that person out. So it could be the same situation. I'm, I'm of the opinion, these, these psychos that do this crap, I want them to live because I want them to have to answer questions. What the hell were you thinking? Why, what was it that made you do this stuff? Uh, and I know a lot of people just want them dead and all that stuff and, and they deserve it. I'm not saying they don't, but I, I, I like it when they like this, this dude at the parade, I want to know what it was that caused the shit. Uh, you know, I, I'd like the, the questions to be answered, well, but I, I don't think you're, you know, I, I think it remains to be un, remains to be seen if they'll ever get those questions answered, because it, dude, it's, you know, we're coming out of two years of, of lockdown kind of shit and all the drama that went on with that. And you got two kids that just, you know, that are relatively new out of high school, go back, you know, go back in and shoot up schools. Yeah. You know, I, I, I and, and so what we're, I don't think that I don't think the uh, party in charge just wants that part of the narrative out there that the lockdowns might have fucking had a huge mental toll on a lot of people. Maybe had they not had them and I'm not, you know, like, hey, man, we everybody can debate whether the lockdowns were warranted where they weren't. Maybe it's somewhere in between whatever you want to fucking say. But 
at the at the end of it, you know, it's one party definitely doesn't want to hear that the lockdowns had an adverse effect on everybody's mental state. Yeah, yeah, very true. Um, let me play this clip from Colin tomorrow, and then we'll we'll get to the. Uh, the disinformation crap, but um, this was a pretty interesting clip. It's about two minutes. I think I'm going to play probably a, a minute and a half of it. We don't have to listen to the whole thing, uh, but it's he's on Twitter. Uh, let me play this. So this one story just destroyed the entire gun control narrative. Her granddaughter was in the food court, traumatized but safe, thanks to Shay's boyfriend, Elijah Dickin. The 22-year-old from Seymour took down the mall shooter. Investigators say Eli, within seconds, stopped the suspect, pulled out the pistol he was carrying under the constitutional carry law, steadied himself against a pole, and fired 10 rounds from 40 yards away. The suspect tried to go back in the bathroom, but instead fell to the ground. His actions were nothing short of heroic. Um, he engaged the, the gunman from quite a distance with a handgun, uh, was very proficient in that, very tactically sound, and as he moved to uh, close in on the suspect, he was also motioning for people to exit behind him. We could not find that he had a permit. Uh, he was carrying uh, legally under the constitutional carry law. Many more people would have died last night if not for a responsible armed citizen that took action very quickly. Greenwood Park Mall, where the shooting happened, is a gun-free zone. This moronic gun-free zone policy didn't stop the shooter from bringing his gun in to kill a bunch of people. But if Eli had obeyed this dumb gun policy that the mall had, the shooter would have killed way more people. Now let's talk constitutional carry. Constitutional carry or permitless carry became legal in Indiana on July 1st of this year. This shooting took place on July 17th of this year. And Eli didn't have a concealed carry permit. He was carrying based on the Talking about the cost, the constitutional carry and all that, which is, you know, another, another debate to be had. But I, I think it's cool. One that the cops were, you know, praising this guy because he really is a hero. You know, think about how many people he saved, uh, maybe little kids and all of that stuff. So I think it was cool that the cops praised this guy. And it's also a great example of how idiotic these gun free zones. And thank God he didn't, um, you know, he didn't pay attention to that crap. That, that's what I was talking about with the view today that Sonny Houston or Austin or whatever her name is talking about how he broke the law and went in there with uh, with a gun in a gun-free zone. It's not a freaking law. It is a stupid well, sign that these places put up, but it's not a damn law. Well, in some places, I believe if, if a, a store puts up a sign that that's their, hey, I don't want you in here with a gun, like them, them saying that that's their, their place. And I don't believe you're, you're supposed to go in. Now, I don't know what if that legality is that way from state to state. I know in some places it is. Um, what she does, which again, what she fails to talk about, she's bitching about this guy, but she fails to talk about is the guy who went in there to shoot him up wasn't supposed to have the gun. Just like what, you know, what he said, Colin Noir said, like he wasn't supposed to have the gun, but you're not calling him out. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, you're bitching about this. And I believe there's like around 20 states or so, somewhere close to that now, um, that have constitutional carry. And I'm all for it. Again, I think it, it goes back to, we should be teaching kids gun handling, gun safety stuff in school so that when you have constitutional carry, you have an educated and trained society. Right. And then constitutional carry, let it rain, rain the land. But get everybody, you know, get everybody really familiar with firearms. They just don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Hey, Brandon, in, real quick in the chat, he said uh, out of 300 or 434, and he said, I'm quoting from memory, uh, 434 shootings last year, 22 were stopped or curtailed by the good guy with a gun. And I think, it, you know, yes, the, the majority of them are not going to be that. But I think the more, and that was, this that is my stopped. point in the beginning, the more that this mentality gets out there, the more that these, these psychos have to think about, is there going to be somebody well, there to stop me? You know, the, here's the here, here's the stat I'd <clears throat> like to know. How many of those shootings were started by a good guy with a gun? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It, like one or two, probably 300 and some 400. I don't I'm not I'm not going to figure out the uh, the percentages, what that is. But, hey, I'll take that. Twenty two shootings that got stopped. How many people in this mall were stopped? You know, it's. Yeah. Well, and that. That goes back to the common sense gun law shit. It, it just is. There's no common sense about it whatsoever. If you want common sense, common sense would tell you uh, to start going after the criminals. Common sense would tell you to start, you know, paying more attention to the laws that are already on the books. Common sense well, would tell you to not let these jackasses out of jail. But well, and you know. again, it gets back to we have American citizens that have a lot of them have mental health issues that our society doesn't do fuck all for just, Hey dude, you're fucking crazy. If when you're, I've been crazy when you're crazy and you don't have somebody there to say, Hey, you're fucking crazy. You need, you need to work on that. You don't know it. You don't yeah. fucking really know it unless you're really fucking lucky. So you have some of these people running around and they're not, you know, they, they picked up the kid from you vault. He, they, they, he had been on their radar. Get that kid fucking help. Like yeah. they, the, the house was a mess. Right. Get him help. Like, why, why don't we do that? Because we, we, again, that's solving a problem. We don't want to solve our not. And I'm not saying we like you and everybody watching our government doesn't want to fucking solve problems and they're yeah. letting people suffer so that they can use them as a voting tool. Yeah. And I, I think it's intentional that all of these George, uh, you know, the, the George Cascone and George Soros DAs and all these people are in there letting this stuff, you know, they, these the, the inner cities and all of that. They don't want to solve that crime because the more this crap happens, the more they can talk about this stuff, the more they can go after, quote unquote, assault weapons and and all of that crap. So we'll see where the stuff goes. But well, think um, about it. What are they trying to do? Right. They're. If you look, they're letting crime happen, but they're trying to clamp down and talk shit about the response to crime. Right. So they're creating the problem that they can then go bitch about what you're trying to do to solve the problem. The response to criminals is either locking them up, doing something, getting them treatment or fucking, you know, defending yourself against them. Any one of those you. is something they're not doing. And you're, and you're vilified for, for trying to say you need to defend yourself. They are literally setting it up so that that criminal could come and criminalize you. And then they hammer you for defending yourself against the, the situation, the circumstances that they set up. Yeah, they put that dude, the, the new, dude in New York, the Bogota guy, he put him in jail for defending himself. I mean, that's the backward society we live in these days. Now, granted, they reversed it. They came to their senses. But the fact that he was put in jail in the first place is ridiculous. It shows you how backwards our society thinks. 
So uh, anything on that before we we move on? I got I saw this thing from NPR that I wanted to go through before we get out of here today. Uh, you have anything yeah, on ahead. that? Good. Um, also, I was going to get into the email I got, and I'm not going to say who it was from. We talked about this on the last show, but uh, talking about how prepping has become an industry and um, or has prepping become an industry and all of that. And I wanted to uh, yes. spend a little bit of time on it. So I think we're going to talk about that Sunday. Uh, because I want to kind of explain about where we come, what our point of view on all of this stuff is and how everything's, you know, basically an industry these days. It's it's how things run these days. It's how, you know, the news networks run. It's all about ratings and well, popularity and and, and all and that. You can stuff. have an in, you can have an industry. But I think where what matters is. Are is the people within it, are, you know, you're going to have you're always going to have shitheads. And all that, you know, do you have people that have that are that have values and live by those values? You know, I, I think that's what it comes down to and, and really finding people you align with on your values. So, yeah, yeah, I think you have all types in the in all the spaces right now. But it's, it's an industry and it's going to get bigger. I mean, it's there's there's predictions the security preparedness industries are going to grow by 400 plus percent because of what we've been talking about. Right. The, the instability, why are people wanting to carry guns? Why, you know, all the stuff happening, the, the DA is crime going up. So yeah. we're going, moving towards preparedness. Politicians are the best gun salesmen there are. <laughs> um, all right. So this one right here, I saw this, I think it was yesterday, NPR. Uh, and this got me thinking about when we just did our show with Daisy and we were talking about disinformation and all of that stuff. NPR is launching their own disinformation reporting team. This is absolutely, to me, it, it's just, one, it's ridiculous. But there are people that, NPR is pretty damn popular. But there are people that think that NPR is not left-leaning. They think it's like a, the center uh, radio show. It, it's complete bullshit. Yeah. What well, are you no, laughing I mean, at? It, well, because you think that those people who think that NPR is like just, down the middle of the road. Yeah. You think they're batshit crazy. And every one of those yeah. people thinks you're batshit crazy. And they're freaking wrong. <laughs> uh, I, hey, I, man. My, my, you know, I, I look at it this way. You know what you're getting with NPR. Yeah. Right. And so, so, you know, when like, at least I, I know when I look at them or I think I know is that when, as soon as I hear that they have a disinformation campaign going, I just go, Oh, it's just another branch of NewsGuard. It's just another, they're trying to push the ESG scores and, and it's just another branch of, you know, doing the fuckery again. I, this is why we're going to have two societies here pretty soon. That's what we were talking about with Daisy because you and I and everybody like us are in, in similar boats. We're going to keep operating. And eventually someone's going to realize that, Hey, there's money to be made from all the, this, these people who are getting shit on by those people. Yeah. Well, what, what gets me about this too is, and I, and I know, I know that it's going to be full of shit. I know that all of these fact checkers are going to be full of shit, but when you look at some of these people, like in this article, you can tell their bias just by, you know, reading what they, what they talk about, what they write about and all that stuff. My concern is that these, these quote unquote center, you know, ABC, NBC, mainstream media outlets are going to use these as 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 resources. This fact check right here says this. And this are. fact check right here says that. So yeah, that's why I say go on there and look at the people they shit on. Those are the people you're going to probably align with. Look, man, 
when you, of course, when you look at those people on that, on that about page, it lists all the people that are part of it. Show me one of them. Who, and their who pronouns. Gonna, yeah. Well, show me one of them who wasn't going to vote for fucking Hillary Clinton. Every uh, one I'm, of them motherfuckers yeah. were going to vote for Hillary Clinton. Right. So, you know, exactly what you're getting on this shit. Yeah. Yeah. I, hey, I thought know, about what? Let's do this. Let, let's do this. Let's start our own disinformation group. <laughs> let's do it. Let's start our own disinformation group and we'll just start talking shit that's saying and we'll start pointing back at them. You're no, you're disinformation. We'll get well, Daisy to do it. The, the <laughs> no, problem with that. The problem with that is when you do stuff like that, kind of like Daisy, then you get put on a list or the ACLU comes after you and saying you're just a Christian organization. Now, all of a sudden you're a hate group, you know, so that, that's how the game is played. You can be a politician and you make a hey. statement about one thing. And then these disinformation people can say this is false yeah. because this person said this, which is also a narrative spouted by the Proud Boys or some, you know, the KKK. So therefore, this guy is saying the same thing as the KKK. So that's that's their fact checking in a nutshell right there. If we did it on our side, it would just be called misinformation. And, and, you know, and it's it's that that right wing conspiracy narrative bullshit, all that crap that they do. Uh, that's why there are no right wing uh, disinformation websites. It's just a bunch of people on the right bitching and scraping about the people on the left. No, it's just because we haven't done it, really. We just need to do it. Yeah, we'll, that's we'll, that's kind of true. I mean, you have I, I don't know that there are, quote unquote, fact checkers that are, you know, right-wing but what, but what, what is a fact checker? What is a fact checker? Uh, to me, a fact checker is somebody that they don't like what was said, so they put their own spin on it. Um, yeah, it, it, it's some dude who goes out into the, into the middle of the crowd and says, I'm the authority, listen to me. All it is, it's, it's like us with blog posts. We put our blog, we're like, hey, this is what I think. That's all he's doing. He's just saying, I'm a fact checker. We can be fact checkers. We can just tell them every time, you know, it, it's the whole game. Uh, just deny, deny, make counter accusations. Every time they say, you know, you're wrong. No, no, I checked the facts. You're wrong. Dude, I got, <laughs> I got, I had that, that a blog post a few years ago, not a blog post, a, a personal post on Facebook that went viral that, that Snope, no, Snopes checked. And the guy told me I'm wrong. And I'm like, I was there. Yeah. You know, he told me I was half wrong or something like that. I wasn't full, but I'm like, Dude, like he had to stretch it so far to figure out a way to be able to say, see, you're wrong over on this point about this. And it was like, dude, you I was there. You weren't there, <laughs> you know, kind of thing. So let's yeah. just let's just go around and tell everybody, no, you're 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 a fake. Yeah. And that's how they do it. They they will. And and they put up the misleading headlines and all that stuff as well. So and, and they say this is uh, this is half true or this is this story was misleading because of this and that. So while this part is true, the fact that this person said this is not true. So they can put up a headline that t that makes you think that the whole thing is bullshit. But it's really one yeah. little sentence that somebody said in the whole the whole context that that cool. is untrue. What's been the one lately that's kind of gone around a little bit that CNN, they're 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 changing the way they're doing things. They're getting more factual, like going back to old. They haven't done. They haven't changed shit. Yeah, they're still they doing the same old stupid shit. Right. Like, yeah. But they say they're doing it. It's like they're trying to get people to believe it. You know, again, I, again, I, I think I think every fact checker is a self-professed fact checker. The problem that you run into is that you have NewsGuard and NPR. I mean. National Public Radio, I know it gets donations and all kinds of shit. It gets a bunch of fucking money from the federal government. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Right? So 
So you hear you have federal government organizations. They don't need the Ministry of uh, Truth working. They have it. They're just going to fund all these organizations. And those organizations are going to put try to put power and leverage on to insurance companies and PayPal and all this other stuff to do what they're doing to the organic prepper and shut you down. Yeah. And then the mainstream media outlets are going to run with it and it's, it's going to be easier than ever. So yeah, uh, that's Maybe why I think it was such Elon a, to start a, start a, a bank for the, on the right. Yeah. He did start PayPal. Didn't yeah. he? Yeah, Isn't he that did where he made his PayPal. money? Yeah. Yeah. I think he, he started PayPal. And everybody, yeah. every time I suggest that maybe he needs to start something like PayPal again, everybody, he started PayPal. I got that. But start one that doesn't have all the bullshit. Like, no, get rid I'm of the wokeness. Yeah, I'm just saying he knows yeah. what he's doing. So if anybody was able to do something yeah. like that, it would be somebody like him. And he could uh, do something like that. So, And he's got the means now to do it as well. So that would be fantastic. I know. I, I, they have, he has to go to court in October. I, and I'm sure he's. He's going to court in October because the the board of directors for Twitter is trying to force him to buy at the fifty four dollars and twenty cents that he initially posed, right when he when he first said he was going to buy it. Well, they never produced the all these evidence of like he's been asking for the records to show how many of their bots because I think it was like the president had almost fifty percent bots or something like that that was following the White House. So he's like, hey, if, if that dude has 50% or 25% bots, what's the percentage of, of your accounts that are fake? Because yeah. that's because none of those none of those fake accounts are going to buy shit. So and remember, it's an advertising platform, really. So he's trying to f- figure that out. I think he might have offered made an offer too quick, but this guy has been genius every time he's done something. Like he has thought down the road. So I almost think like what does he have planned that they're going to take him to court? And I wonder if it's like, because he's getting taken to court, like he's going to have, be able to crack open all their information. Well, they're going to have to disclose that if they go to court. So I, I think there's more to it than meets the eye with it, but yeah, I'm like, I wish that guy would start a, a PayPal for anybody who's getting censored by the left. Yeah. And, 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 and give an alternative business stuff. So you don't have to worry about Google. I mean, you know, look at look at what happened to Parler, right? They got shut down because they just said, "Oh, we're 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 shutting your shit down." I think there's opportunity there. I I mean, with our own stuff, we would go, we would base our shit somewhere if we knew we wouldn't get shut down. Yeah, and and there's a way to do it without having those extreme elements in there, um, mucking up the works and all that. There is a way to do it. There is a way to have something that goes straight down the middle, regardless of what all of these companies would feel like. The only problem with all of that is, is this anything that isn't progressive or extremely left in ideology or even just center um, is is considered a, just this extreme on the other end, and that's where we got to get away from. Is is try to get that middle ground back and that's you know i don't know i sure hope musk is forced to buy twitter <laughs> i want to see I, w- I want the curtain pulled back that's what i want to see so yeah but uh, do you now i i get maybe there's ways that he forensically could go back to make sure but like i kind of think that you know th- those guys have deleted all that shit by now you know yeah yeah i'm sure they have 
But I'd like to see, because I know a lot of politicians, a lot of media personalities, a lot of mainstream media, they all use that as their sounding board, their their little public square. So I would well, like to see somebody else running the show and see how that affects everything. Um, I would like to go somewhere where you knew in social media that you could set up your account and that you don't have to worry about like, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people on Facebook, you know, from like in the chat and elsewhere who... You know, it's like, oh, I see what's going on in their lives a little bit when they post stuff. And, you know, you kind of go back and forth once in a while. And I, and I enjoy that. And it sucks because you're like, wow, if we're having a conversation, I could literally get my account shut down because they don't like something that yeah. I said to you. And, 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 you know, there's there's some of the shit is really stupid, like um, it, it, that that you could get get shut down for. So in turn, like I don't use it for what I could really use it for necessarily. It kind of sucks. Yeah. Well, and that's that's the same thing with when we do videos here. That's the same thing when you're you're always thinking about what you're posting and what um, the repercussions may be. And we shouldn't have to do that crap. It should be as long as we're not being, you know, you know, totally over the edge. Uh, we shouldn't have to do that stuff. Uh, but we do every single time because you don't know how these little algorithms and all this bullshit is going to react to something stupid. You look at Facebook and Facebook is vanilla more vanilla than I've than because I don't get on it that much anymore. And every time I get on it now, I mean, it is super vanilla. So it's by design that they do that stuff. Twitter on the is is completely on the other end of the spectrum. It's a left wing cesspool uh, with just just you know opinions and everything, all all sorts of bullshit flying around. Uh, so I, it's just I, there isn't there isn't good social media anymore. There just isn't. I mean, YouTube is kind of that, that one thing where you can get a, a lot of different sides to uh, a story. Uh, now, granted, YouTube is, you know, pushing a lot of that right-wing stuff out as well, but nowhere near, uh, I think, what Facebook has done and, and all of those. Uh, and then you do have Rumble. Rumble is a good alternative. Like I said last week, yeah. I don't like that severe all-right right-wing mentality stuff no. i don't like the all left and i don't like the all right stuff you, you can't live in a silo man you can't live in yeah. a vacuum you have to challenge your you have to challenge your perspective you have to challenge your opinion and find areas where you're wrong and and work to adjust it you know you may never get it 100 but if when people are like i'm 100 right i'm not going to change my mind ever on something then that's like you never say never like you never know what what other facts are out there? We all see things from our own experience. So, you know, everybody understands something differently. And so you never know what you might learn, what yeah. you might come around. Yeah. So you, you got to be flexible and, and open to it at least. Yeah. And, and Brandon, this is turning into the Brandon show, but he said in the chat too, uh, Facebook is run by algorithms. So it is what you make it. Yeah. That's true with all of these things because they're like when I'm on YouTube and I'm searching for videos and stuff, there's stuff that I intentionally will not click because I know if I click on this person's video and I'm not going to say their name, but they are in the prepping community. If I click on their video, I know their crap is going to be in my feed all the damn time. So there are things that I intentionally do not try to click, but there are I, some that you just have to. And then all of a sudden you're forced to like the algorithm thinks that you want to see that stuff. Same thing with like Netflix and all these streaming services. You, you, you click on a movie and it sucks. All of a sudden you're getting recommendation recommendations about that kind of movie so click on a joe biden yeah. video all of a sudden you, they think you want to uh, vote for biden and kamala 2024 i'd say I, I i really love using brave browser now for that stuff 
Like you, when you go to websites, it strips all the ads out. You know, you'll have it will strip all the ads out for you pretty easily, um, and and you don't get uh, you don't get tagged with as much stuff because it has su- such hard privacy settings on a lot of it. Now, some of the stuff it's a pain in the ass to surf. I have to go to Google to surf because I'm not seeing everything I want and getting exposure to it. But Braves, uh, I've had a pretty good experience so far with that as far as. Uh, you know, getting, getting tracked on what I'm doing. If I'm, if I'm looking at YouTube videos or something like that. Yeah. That's, that's what does suck because Google is really good at what they do. (laughs) So you can go, I I try to go these other alternative routes and do that stuff first, but sometimes, um, you know, you've got to go there to, to find that information that you're looking for. So, uh, but granted, if you're, if you're going there looking for anything that, that has a right lean to it, uh, or any sort of that could be construed as some sort of conspiracy theory or something, you're not finding it on Google unless you know exactly where you want to go. Um, so, uh, but sometimes you have to because they are really good at what they do. There's a reason they've got all their information. There's a reason they know everything about us because they're really good at what they do. So, um, all right. Uh, I think um, I, I think we're done today. Unless you've got anything else, I don't have anything else that uh, I got on my notes. No, you have anything that you want to? Okay. Uh, I, I did want to, on Sunday too, I think either Sunday or maybe next Wednesday, uh, uh, Brandon had mentioned again, <laughs> again with Brandon, uh, I watched this show on Netflix and I can't remember what it was called, but it was talking about the Stingray technology. Do you know what Stingray technology is? Uh, it's surveillance tracking. So I wanted to talk about that surveillance tracking. It's it's surveillance equipment that the police officers use, tracking cell phones and stuff. Um, I wanted to talk about that a little bit on Sunday or maybe even next Wednesday because it's, it's, it's one of those things that's kind of older technology and now there's newer technology. But the things that, that we know they can do is pretty interesting. But the things that are behind the scenes that we don't know and they do it all the time. That's oh, the stuff dude, that's pretty crazy. They've straight up put, they've put like just high end crazy hardware and software on like just cell in cells in some areas that just everything gets gobbled up, man. Yeah. yeah. And this, it, this it, stingray it gets technology. back to the NSA stuff. They're, they're gobbling every, if you don't believe that everything you do isn't gobbled up as metadata somewhere, you're yeah. wrong. Yeah. hundred percent wrong. And if something can't be built against you and, and, you know, what is safe and legal and everything now may not be in 20 years. So I, I, it's just and, and with our with our government that doesn't that basically will step on us if they need to get what they want. Uh, you, you know, it's just all it's all really, really concerning when you think about that surveillance state stuff and all that. Um, but it's a Netflix show. I'm sure Brandon will put it in the chat. Very, very interesting show. Talked about this guy that was defrauding the the IRS and all that. And this is how they got him. And he actually almost got off because of the illegal wire, not wiretapping, but the illegal procedures. Because basically they had to gobble up everybody's information in the neighborhood to find out his. So... Uh, Fourth Amendment stuff, but pretty interesting. But we'll talk about that as well. Uh, we'll talk about that email I got the the industrial or the yeah the the how prepping has become an industry, not the industrialization of prepping. <laughs> uh, all that stuff either uh, on Sunday or or next Wednesday. But uh, with that, I think we are out of here, everyone. Thanks for. Uh, thanks for being the third member of the show this week, Brandon. <laughs> Everyone in the chat, uh, appreciate you all joining in today. A lot of people here today. Very cool. Uh, but with that, I think we are done here. And 
Uh, like I said, next Tuesday, we'll, we'll see y'all Sunday, but next Tuesday we're going to be on at the ang- on the Angry Preppers YouTube channel as well. So make sure to go over there, subscribe to his channel, and, uh, and check us out Tuesday night. Uh, but with that, everyone, take care and prepare, and we'll talk to y'all later. Bye, y'all. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Survival Preppers. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcasting platform so you never miss an episode. And don't forget to join us on YouTube for our weekly live shows. For more information or to connect with Duff and Dale, visit thesurvivalpreppers.com or thebugoutlocation.com for members-only content and prepping courses. See everyone next time.